Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on The 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. It's 902-1ONG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Amy, guess what? Today, what? we have a very special guest in the house. I know, I can't wait. We're doing a 9021 on one with Tracy Middendorf. <laughs> you guys, you know her. She played Laura Kingman in season four. She was good, then bad, then good, then bad. So confusing. I'm really excited to talk to her. Her character wigs me out, but her performance so good. is incredible. I know. Okay, so let's do this. Let's talk to her. Hi. You guys, this is this is like a um, reunion because I haven't seen you in 30 years. Is that right? Yeah. It's been oh that long. Oh, my God. I know, it's, it's so crazy. good to see you. A, you look exactly the same. No, it's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. You're very sweet. I am really excited to talk to you because we've been in the thick of all things Laura Kingman on the pod in season four and we loved you then we hated you and all the (laughs) things in between and so you're just such a good actress let's just say that right out of the gate well no you're sweet thank you i um you know i i hesitated um about doing this simply because it's been 30 years and (laughs) And going back and looking at my work from 30 years ago, it's just horrifying. I mean, I don't know how you're doing it. Uh, <laughs> you were great on the show, but, you know, we grow and we and we don't always like to look back and see. We're, we do grow. You and yeah. I, I think we're the same age. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And I, at this point, have developed that, developed that like, I don't give a F, you know? Like, I'm right. just so, when I watch the show back, I'm so tickled and, like, stoked that that's me and I appreciate it in such a different way now than I ever could before because I do share that like hate to watch myself thing 
yeah. with you. But also, um, and, and honestly, I'm doing this because I just have so much respect for you and for Tori. You are both you. like badass women, moms, you know, as working moms. I just think that's incredible. Um, and you were just so sweet to me on the show. Aww. And you didn't need to be. Um, it was my first show. I I did. I was right out of college. I did the soap for one year. Mm-hmm. And then I got. You, we, you did a lot of the soap. Just a year. One year. But how many episodes is that? Is that a oh, lot? No, they, I was full on in that. I mean, they because I replaced a character. So they had me working. Was that Days of Our Lives? Was that Days of Our Lives? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it was, I, I, they moved me out from New York. I was all of a sudden three cameras, you know, what am I doing? <laughs> and so, um, I mean, was, that was really good training ground though. It was, it was. And mm-hmm. I was glad to get off it. I mean, one year's enough. <laughs> and, then, and then I was on this show that was, I think it was the height of its popularity too. It was right. Really yeah. And yeah. you came in so, right after the summer, right when we went to college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you guys were just so sweet to me and I, I really appreciated that. I never forgot it. So I thank you. First of all, I have the fondest memories of working with you too. And just, I remember just then just watching your work and just being inspired by it and, and learning from oh. just honestly, I, I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean it. Like, I think you're a really good actress. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Enough with that. But anyways, Amy, I was telling you, I saw Tracy on my TV two nights ago. And yeah, I was what like, was that? It was you. I just started to watch uh, for the first time the Dead People show um, with the dead guy. He makes the dead people look good. What's it called? With the funerals? Oh, you were in it. Yes, sixty Oh yeah. my gosh, sixty. You were really good in that too. Thank you. Yeah, I was. That was one of my favorite gigs. I, I have a, I have a track record of opening really successful series. I'm not on them all the time. I'm just on the first episode. And <laughs> I sat next. To, I remember I, that. Yeah, I sat next to Alan Ball, who was the creator of that mm-hmm. show. Who also did American Beauty. He's an incredible writer director. And I went to like an orphans Easter dinner at a friend's house in LA, and. He's from Georgia and I'm from Georgia. We sat next to each other and he was on the Sybil Shepherd's show at the time. And then he started writing Six Feet Under and brought me in for that. And I so wanted the part. Oh, wow. And it took yeah. a week to hear back. And then, you know, it was it was a it was a dream job. The writing was so good and it's a great show. I wish I had done more of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. Can yeah. you remember how you yeah. got the part on 90210? Um, so I was trying to think about that because I didn't know what I was going to talk about because it's been so long. Oh, um, don't you worry. I've got many <laughs> questions. You've got stuff. Um, so something I do vividly remember, and I'm pretty sure it was 90210's audition, was a, a, a room full of people. And Aaron Spelling was there and just a ton of producers and directors. And that's when... Back then, that's when you used, you used to go in for everybody. You didn't go on tape. You you went into a room with a bunch of people. Um, staring at you. Staring at you. <laughs> so I think that it was for 90210. It might have been um, Melrose Place, but I think it was 90210. Um, and I tell actors that all the time, young actors, um, 
when I was, I did a series uh, for MTV Scream and I was the oldest one on the show. Everyone else were the, you know, the 20 something kids. And I would tell them that that's the one I would bring up is that mm. as actors, we used to go in and we used to read with casting directors or their assistants. We used to meet the director. We used to meet the producers, the showrunners and audition for them. And we don't do that anymore. We, we go on tape or it's maybe a casting director. Um, and then we never hear anything. Just never hear a word. Oh, oh, you don't hear if you like don't. Like it never happened. happened. Yeah. Like it never happened. It's just out there. And so your job the worst is feeling, just right? that. <laughs> your job is just the audition, basically, <laughs> until you get the job. I um, see why they had a room full of people there, including Aaron, because this part is so important. If the person didn't do it right, it would mm-hmm. literally have ruined what is such a major arc in this right. season. It was mm-hmm. so crucial mm-hmm. that they get it right. And I think they did. I mean, I'll tell you stories as we talk, but you nailed well, it. I have to tell you, I didn't know it was going to be because because I was only booked for those first three episodes. And mm-hmm. I felt, OK, I've experienced college. I know what that environment's like. I can do this. What was terrifying was when they brought me back and handed me <laughs> the script. The most unhinged gal around. Not not only that, I so I do a lot of theater and I'm I'm a, I love Tennessee Williams. <laughs> and being given this this monologue from one of the most beautiful plays ever written for the American theater was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I had like four or five days to do it. And so when I look, when I look at those scenes, which I just did for the first time in 30 years. Oh and God. I, all I saw was this young, scared actress trying to do justice to this beautiful play. And I think I tried a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love your ears. No, you didn't, first of all. I, you were, back. I should have pulled back just a no, little bit. No, but, you should yeah. never, ever pull back. That's my theory. <laughs> right, because it that's was a little we, bit. It was a little big. But you weren't <laughs> doing, you weren't Tracy doing Tennessee Williams. You were Tracy being Laura, Laura doing Tennessee Williams. And that was the same thing we talked about exactly. with Jenny because Jenny was Kelly and then Kelly doing it. It's like, that's yeah, acting, and acting and acting. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I, I'm going to ask you this, uh, Jenny, do you feel like, oh, I'm going to make the choice that my character is a bad actress? It's very hard to make that choice. You you make the choice that your did characters you, are did, did you ask yourself that before you did the scene? Oh hell yeah, I was gonna like, be a did good you actress. prepare as a bad actress or a good actress? No, because then they would just think Tracy's a bad actress. <laughs> <laughs> you did you made an ounce. Everybody, I just want you all to know that I've made a choice. I made a choice that she's gonna be bad. <laughs> you well, are I think bad. I'm use that. I'm gonna use that now. You should. I think I'll use it too. Really dots all the I um, actually thought I actually thought you were quite lovely when I was watching it and I watched your audition 
with him although he was creepy i mean honestly (laughs) it was painful i can i can feel your pain because i you just reminded me i did it too i did that audition for her honestly if if they tried to do that episode today Oh, first right. of all, he would be arrested oh, yeah. for having a young actress come and, you know, even letting her into his house to totally. privately audition. He was um, so creepy. He was so creepy. But I thought you were quite lovely. And I thought, honestly, that if I was to cast it, I didn't necessarily think that Shannon would have been the actress, but she was the type, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. She's yeah. just, you know, sexy and kind of grounded and that's kind of that's Maggie the cat to me totally look we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out but if you feel like you are putting in the work you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle, but it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's sonobello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash OMG. How would you like to upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices? With Quince, you can. Quince will transform the way you shop. They offer a range of high-quality items priced within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I got some hoop earrings that I am loving and wearing every day. And I got a super comfy pair of slippers that you can feel the quality and the prices are so reasonable. It should be your shopping go-to. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. I'm sure you've seen the viral beauty products all over social media from Thrive Cosmetics, like the tubing mascara, you know, the one with the turquoise tube everyone is loving. I can be pretty picky when it comes to beauty products, and I'm a big fan of Thrive Cosmetics, especially because they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They're made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance, and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. And their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. Plus, I like how Thrive Cosmetics gives back. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. 
They have so many products to choose from. I love their brilliant eye brightener. Just apply some to the inner corner of your eye and it's like an instant eye lift, you guys. You can even use it as an eyeshadow. And they have 16 shades to choose from. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 20% off your first order. These were all y'all's best episodes because Shannon is amazing in these episodes too, because, right. you know, I'm, I know Tori's so disappointed to not be here. So you got stuck with me, but I watched it as a fan. So we weren't like judging your work in Tennessee Williams cat on a hot tin roof. Right. We're like, Oh my God, Laura ha- has lost it. <laughs> oh my God. So when you're up on the scaffolding, <laughs> <laughs> anybody everybody you guys i don't know if you watched it i'm sure they did they're listening now but you gotta watch it it's so good it's so good and then it's so confusing too and you must have felt this way when you read the script that in the beginning for the first three episodes you were accusing steve sanders and then you came back and you then you're hooking up with him and he's your biggest supporter yeah and why he trusts me i'm not I'm what, not, not such a flaw on his yeah part. that's a flaw on his part <laughs> that wasn't mine that's not on me that's not, I'm sure not on him either because, uh, yeah, it just didn't, it wasn't very consistent. Yeah. They but made it there. Yeah. They made a leap. They really <laughs> needed you. They needed you for all this. Like, it was like a, a big arc in the season. That, and that's what major. kind of pulled Brenda off into wanting to become an actress and then going off to London. Right. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch after your episode. What I can say, and that's why I was so excited to talk to you today, because I was probably 19 at the time when I was watching this, because I'm we're all about the same age. So we were in college watching this, like you said, at the height. And what I found so interesting is I saw you obviously go on to do other things. And every time I would see you on screen, I would get like, oh, because it it was so ingrained in me, that character. And I think it was the first time we sort of saw someone, we saw it a little bit with Christina Lee's, but somebody that was like a bit unhinged. And mm-hmm. it was sort of like my first experience with that. And mm-hmm. that's why I thought, I mean, now maybe you look back with different eyes, but then I was just like sucked in. Like, this is what happens if a girl kind of goes off the edge or gets too obsessed with something. And I just, it took me a while. That's why I'm so happy. Yes. Like, I'm so happy to see you today because you really are nothing like Laura. You look, but it was like that stuck with me. And that means I also, most of the things I've, I've died a lot in a lot of different things too. So that's traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) It really kind of does leave an imprint on not just the viewer, but also the actor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, no, it, I had told, I'd forgotten a lot of that last scene. Um, so it was interesting to watch it again. I mean, I don't know how you're doing it. Are you, 
Are you not watching the next episode? Are you trying to refresh yourself as you go along? Is that what's happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just watching it episode by episode. So wow. we're at the end of season so four. So many now. of them. That must be. I know. Like, I know. They ain't telling me about it. She, <laughs> it's taking she a didn't while. realize when she took the show on that there were 10 seasons. Well, and there's like 30 episodes. A season, the, like yeah. thir- or 32 or something. They don't, do, they don't do that anymore. I mean, no, they can be like the longest running podcast ever in <laughs> In the world yeah it's wonderful though <laughs> but yeah I, I'm, I can imagine you do forget a lot of them because I forgot all of them yes right. well that's what's so funny too because I watched it you know I was the fan we were all in the sorority watching it and then I've kind of dabbled in it watching it again but your character is unforgettable and mm-hmm. I wonder how long did people recognize you from 90210 after you did it I mean that must have been just- crazy I just got it last like three weeks ago. Someone in the airport. What oh my say? God, what happened? I said, are you serious? He said, what did they say? What did they say? You said, you're from 90210. I said, are you kidding me? I said, when did you watch that? Because he was younger than us. And he said, oh no, that I think he's, they're rewatching it. He and his girlfriend are rewatching yeah. all of it. Yeah. And he recognized me from that. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, I do get it. I got it a lot right after the show aired and I got it a lot from, um, I don't know if you had this, but from um, like basketball players who were in the (laughs) locker room or, you know, like weird, like crazy, you know. I thought you were going to say prisoners. No, I had that. That was more than so. That was a lot. I got a lot. Oh, yeah. Days of Our Lives would be a major one, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Basketball players. Okay. So did you play her the same in each arc? Because... The first version of Laura, you know, it, it's almost like she just uh, got worse by the second. So did you have to come in and play her a bit more over the top for the second set of episodes? She almost sort of redeemed herself in the first set. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm cool with her. Yeah, you felt, but then you this felt round, I was like, Yeah. And, and we don't really know what Steve did. Like, we kind of talked about this when your first set of episodes aired because it was so fascinating, they showed your perspective and his, and we assume the truth was somewhere sort of in the middle. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, then she comes back and she's very, you know, really right. heightened. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to be honest with you. I struggled with, <clears throat> it was a hard, it was hard. Those first three um, episodes were were hard because you're having to kind of, I had to believe that, it was true. And, mm-hmm. and my version was true. Um, but I also struggled as a woman that mm-hmm. so many women in the 90s in college, probably 90% of them don't report being raped you right. know, at that time. And that the show is choosing to focus on the male being the victim. Uh, I really s- struggled with that a bit, um, just as a woman. Um, so as an actress, I went in with, uh, you know, I didn't fully say yes. I'm confused and yeah. vulnerable. And then so when, when that progressed, I chose that her being lost and alone in college, that just made it worse. And mm-hmm. so when she's shows up again and later in the season, she has been alone a lot. She doesn't have a lot of friends. And I think 
I, I think Ian's character was somebody that she could convince. <laughs> so you think she came back for your fourth episode, let's say Laura, Laura part two, uh, that were you up to something when you came back, like straight out of the gate? No, not, I think, I mean, cause he, he finds me in the episode. Mm-hmm. He comes into my room um, in, in the beginning of those, the, the second time I came back. Um, so I think, I think I was legitimately trying to do this play to, to somehow find some footing to find mm-hmm. some place. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah. But know. so weird. You're right. That she would even allow, you know, allow him to get close to her again. If that had been, and vice happened. versa. But I think they each right. feel some guilt. Like I might be going way to like the psychology <laughs> of these characters, but like Laura has some guilt over what she, maybe she misinterpreted what was happening or had her perspective. And then it became this whole to do. And he has guilt because he does admit he shouldn't have done what he did, even though it wasn't necessarily quote rape or criminal. It was, he knew he had Celeste and there was the whole thing. So he's got guilt, which is why I think it was a perfect storm. You two connected because of this past. And then it just spirals. And he almost causes the spiral. Not exactly, but he doesn't, you know, bring you down and say, wait a minute. Or did you call Brenda and do this about the rehearsal? It's like he's so in with you, probably from the guilt that it mm-hmm. exasperates this messiness. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It, it, it got really messy. I think, I think obviously the character's unhinged. Otherwise it, to go there so quickly right. over not getting the part or, you know, I think already confused and lost and struggling in college and alone. And then, okay, this is going to solve everything. I'm going to do this play. I'm going to get this part and work my ass off on it. And I'm going to, you know, nail it and should have gotten it. And then, and legitimately feeling like, wait, what happened? How did she all of a sudden get the part when she bombed the audition? And right. So that's legitimate confusion. And then he was, you know, guilty of seducing his leading ladies and Mm -hmm. then to find out that she went to his house. So it all those pieces to defend her, that character, Mm -hmm. all those, and she wasn't the only one saying it. So, you know, so, you know, yes, she made it worse (laughs) Um, and then totally went off the deep end. Um, Right. Who directed, uh, do you remember who, was that James Eckhouse that directed? Do you have any recollection? One of them. Maybe that, maybe that last one. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I just was wondering because especially with the the last couple episodes, you had so much like work to, you had to really prepare stuff and bring it in. And sometimes on an episodic show like this, it gets a little like, you know, the director doesn't really step up and help or support the way they could with an actress, especially when they have stuff this heavy. I was just wondering if, if you remember any like people that supported you or helped you or like, you know, made it. Um, I don't, I don't for those episodes. Mm -hmm. I do remember a director and I can't remember his name on the, the earlier episodes being very 
kind and thoughtful and trying to help mm. me through a moment. Um, this one, I, this one, I think I, I was just, uh, you know, I was so focused on trying to, as an actor, trying to nail that arc and mm-hmm. try to make sense of it. Um, and I, I, you must know this so well, when you're on a series, you almost have to be director proof because <laughs> you can t- you take from the good and hopefully you get really good ones, but there's bad ones out there that tell you to do things that just aren't right for your character, especially if in an episodic, they're coming in for each show, you're on the show every episode. So right. you understand your character, you understand. Um, and sometimes it's a good thing and, and you do know your character. I've definitely worked on series where the ego is really big and they just won't do anything the director says. Whoa. They just focus on the, the, the guest star because that, that, uh, that regular will not do anything. And, and that's got to be frustrating for a director. Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle, but it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's sonobello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash OMG. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. 
Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s crews will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. Well, and this character is so complicated. This isn't like sorority girl one, you know, number two. Like if this didn't go, if you didn't do it right and have that support you needed, it could have derailed multiple episodes. That's mm-hmm. why I think there was so much pressure on this character because you became the forefront of this episode. And again, it could have been clowny if you didn't do it right or mm-hmm. like too soapy or. I mean, thank God we got you to play this role because you're right, Amy. It could have been, could have been disaster. You're, you're, you're very sweet. I know because I've seen your work after the show. Like I know your work and it, you're always consistently like just good, you know, and and like, I don't want to say dependable, but I, you know, that you're going to give the character it's due. What's the, mm-hmm. sa- the saying? It's, it's due. D- oats. No, what's the, we were having this argument. Sorry. So my oats. <laughs> you're, I don't know. You were, you were doing the character, right? But what's blowing <laughs> my mind. And I hope this come, makes sense. Cause looking at you right now, first of all, you do look the same. So mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you did something with your face, like your eyes and the like playing that character. Cause I thought you were going to look like that today and you don't look anything like that. So you were doing that. And it was like, <laughs> like wild eyes, cr- crazy yeah. in the eyes. And that's crazy not your eyes. eyes. You guys like, that's what's going on. Cause I thought <laughs> did you wear fake eyes? And- <laughs> I had fake eyes. But how did you <laughs> special contact because- lenses? It was not just in the things that you were saying. It was in the body language. It was in her brain. Like it was, and it like- was in the face and the movement and even like the creepy masks on the door of the room and like the, the lingerie. Every single part of that character, I think, was so good in these episodes. And that's why like it was burned into me. I was like, I will never forget that character. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I think I was trying to, um, I remember at the time I was really into Cassavetes and I think I was trying to mm. channel gentleman's from a woman under the influence. I think, I, wow. I, I, I think okay. there's probably the young actress in me was trying to figure out how do you tap into something where you go. So, you know, that's to get to that point. It's gotta be, you know, is, is, is hard i've had you know and i've and i've had um people in my life who have gone there and so it's it's in a lot of people are like it's such a selfish act you know to do something like that but that's how lost you are when you yeah 
going to that extreme. You're so lost. Um, it, so it, it was, you know, I think I was probably um, trying to channel anything I could find um, as such a young actress. I mean, I look back on that and we were, I mean, we we're so young <laughs> and we're trying to do these really hard well, yeah, you had to make that nutty, nutty gal likable, too. Or we all would have been like, get rid of this cuckoo right. chick. We right. had to feel compassion, which I did the entire both Laura Part 1 and Laura Part 2. Like, even though what you sort of did, although I still we debated this back and forth a lot because it's never clear what really happened in Laura Part 1. But you you were still likable and we had this almost like oh no, like, oh, bless her heart, kind of a, like, oh no. That's a hard thing because we're you're watching these characters on this show and you fall in love with these characters. And so any character that comes on that that disparages them mm-hmm. or it, it, you're not going to be liked. And so that's a, it's a hard balance to play what they've written for you and play mm-hmm. that character, but also not be completely hated by anybody watching the show because then nobody cares. And so what? So she, well, and you, your character is so important to bring Steve to the forefront because look, Steve can be sort of a secondary character, but in both Laura part one and Laura part two, and it really brought Jenny to the forefront because she comes to defend Steve. And that was so important for our like core characters and then in this one, it really caused the friction between Steve and Brenda for the m- most we've ever seen. I mean, we right. were almost like, oh, kind of right. laughing. Right. Like, right. Wow, right. they're going. Rawr. What and, do you say? I'm your brother's friend, not yours. Something like that. <laughs> so, he's kind of a, you know, a D word in this. Yeah. But you still, we had to not hate you. Mm. We never hated you. We were just like, oh, God. This is yeah. going so wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, anyway, you did a good job. It, thank you. I ended up, it's funny, I, I ended up doing, um, I think probably five or six years later, I ended up doing um, Alma in Tennessee Williams' Summer and Smoke. No. I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. Where did you do that? At the Fountain Theater. And okay. we had almost a year run. And the Ovation Awards are the uh, theater awards in L.A., and I was up against Linda Lavin and Ruby D and Annette Benning. No. For no. Wow. Look and at I you. Won. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then after that, two years after that, I played a character called Maggie <laughs> in After the Fall and Arthur Miller play. No it way. It was all like predetermined. Yeah, yeah right, right. It is right. Um, so foreshadowing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've just, yeah, like you said, you've had such a well-rounded career and your resume is so full of all kinds of different genres. You've done sci-fi and horror and yeah, you've done it all. You've done live theater. I have, I have one of the most iconic uh, horror deaths in a, in a film. Hey, like, when Tori a- were here, Tori were here, she would be so excited right now because she loves horror yeah. films. I'm not really a Wait, horror Wait, which one? I, I'm not either, which is so funny because I've done the series I've done, you know, my very first, so my very first film after 90210 was Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which Wes Craven did Nightmare on Elm Street. And Mm -hmm. then he, you know, there were other directors who did the other ones. And then he came back and did the one I did. Mm. And it was my first movie. 
Wow. I have this incredible death scene where Freddy Krueger is dragging me up the wall and he disappears and then he appears. He disappears and dragging me up the wall and I'm screaming and I'm reaching my hand out to the little boy and then he just comes me. Oh my god! And it was all done in a in a studio that completely turns turns, so you could go up the walls, so that I could go up the wall. That is crazy town. It's crazy town. Yeah, that was my first movie. (laughs) So fun though. That's what a lot of people know. A lot of um, you know, there's certain. If you've been on that, then you end up going on to some other things like Angel and. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously the last one was uh, MTV's Scream, the series. Yeah, that was a good show, actually. It was a really good show. Yeah, it was a fun show. Yeah, I like what's, what's, you're living in New Orleans. I live in, I live in New Orleans, and that's kind of why I live here. Um, the first season was shot in Baton Rouge, and the second season they were going to film in New Orleans. And we were going to, you know, my husband and I were like, well, let's buy an investment property um because mm-hmm. well, that's what you do when you're on a series right yeah <laughs> so smart girl um, right so we we were looking in california and we were living in central california at the time and couldn't find anything and then we looked in new orleans and we just found this we the house i'm in now this really great you know 100 year old house and um it was amazing it's just ugly just painted you know yellow and purple and so while I was filming the series you know again I was the mom of the main character my character had all this history and so I was I was integral in it but I didn't have to work that much Mm, nice the best kind of role it was great so I was getting paid worked maybe one or two days a week and then the rest of the time I spent renovating the house is that the house I saw on your Instagram the white is it white like yeah it's beautiful yeah Yeah. and so we're now I'm actually doing uh we have a commercial property that's from the 1840s Mm. that we're um that we're renovating oh that's so fun yeah it's an old pharmacy and an old brick carriage house and we're turning it into a restaurant bar and a deli amazing look at you you're just oh our lord human you do what you got to do, don't you? Really sprouted her wings. <laughs> I will say, She's got I, it I am so grateful for you doing this because of all the 10 seasons, there's only a handful of guest stars that really are just unforgettable. And you are one of them. And like Laura Kingman will never be forgotten. It's just such a, yeah, it must've just been so juicy to like play that character. She's so complicated. Yeah, it was. It was. In fact, I mean, as you get older, I mean, you probably feel this way, Jenny, but as you get older, you go, oh, I think I understand that a little bit better now. Mm -hmm. And you look back on some of these parts and go, oh, the hard thing being an actor is that it's out there for everyone to see. And so your growth is out there for everyone to see. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. Which can, you know, can be tough. You just have to, you know, accept that's part of the gig um, and try to grow with each job so yeah well you i I can't wait to see what's next for you i mean you're going to keep yourself busy with these renovations which is so fun yeah yeah i have these renovations i I also have a um um, a project that i worked on which you maybe would want to contribute to um it's called shudder to think 
And it's, I saw um, that also on your Instagram and I saw someone's feet and I was very confused. Are they your feet or are no. they Annie Lennox's feet? They're Annie <laughs> Lennox's feet. Okay, cool. So I created, so girls education, if you can educate women around the world, girls around the world, we can pretty much change the world because mm-hmm. girls get educated. They work, the money comes home. They don't leave their villages. They stay. Um, and the majority of girls are not educated. The boys are educated. And so mm-hmm. um, I I was involved with a, a friend who started Girl Rising, and um, I started this project called Shutter to Think. And it's any, but any celebrity who's taken a photo, um, they can donate the photo. Um, oh, amazing. Let's do that. I, w- I was just at, I was just at the gorge to see Brandi Carlisle and Johnny Mitchell, mm-hmm. a huge mm-hmm. Johnny Mitchell fan. Um, was so lucky to meet Joni Mitchell and talk to her. And then I ran into Annie Lennox and I was, I was able to thank Annie Lennox for her. Oh, her, good. Her, for her, her feet. Toes. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm, I but definitely wanted it. An easy because it's, mm-hmm. you just send a photo. Um, I used to have yeah, it where, it's genius. First of all, that's a genius. Cause that's an yeah. easy ask of people. And also I love that title shutter to think yeah. if you like yeah. break it down, get it yeah. shutter. To help the girls think. And I've had some good responses. Meryl Streep donated and Helen Mirren and Moby and just the the list is is amazing. And and good for you. Growing. (laughs) Good for you. So much admiration. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's just so great to see your face again and talk to you. And you learn all about this and I don't know you're just great you're great that's all yeah you you were phenomenal on this show because even now just this little time we've had is like you don't even look like her in that same way your your personality is different so it's just like that must have been so out of left field to play her and you just nailed it like I said I will never forget Lori yeah I don't think I've played anybody that unhinged since that was that was it. That's right. Oh, I feel I feel somehow good about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. We, we are happy to be a part of it of your unhinged performance of a lifetime. Thank you, thank you. Any well, you all have any other questions? Just let me know. You're the best. <laughs> You're the best. Thank thank you. Properties in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That sounds like yeah. a good life. Well, be yeah. well. Love to your family, and love thanks to your again. Family too. Okay. Bye. Okay. So awesome. Oh my God. She's, she's so cool because she really, like I said, like for you all to be that young and play a character like that. I know she, she had to have a serious like depth of so person. hard because she mm-hmm. was so like over the top, but couldn't be over the top. Like we had to believe that she would climb that scaffolding and was gonna in the, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> like I said, you could have gone clowny so easily. Oh my right. gosh. That was fun. Yeah, I love talking cool. to our old co-stars. That's a, that's a, those are always fun episodes. Yeah, she was really our fun. one-on-ones. I loved it. Okay, so the it. finale. <gasps> the finale. Mr. Walsh is going to Washington, so we're getting ready for that next week, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Who loves Christmas? I do. Hey, everybody, it's me, Jenny Garth. My BFF, Tori Spelling, and I are so excited to bring our new holiday home decor pieces to QVC in honor 
of QVC's Christmas in July. We want to bring our holiday spirit into your home this summer by sharing our festive and stylish pieces for the holidays. So be sure to tune in to QVC this Saturday, July 15th at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Sunday, July 16th at 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, explore more on our Instagram at the BFF Collection or go to thebffcollection.com. Merry Christmas in July. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday.